good scent gives birth to love and life. We foster passion to grow geniuses which lift humanity. And tailor technology to preserve liberty in balance with nature. Welcome, Welcome to Radical. Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents, boys and girls. I'm your host, Shane Day. Shane Hazel. Yeah, take two, right? <laughs> I'm your host, Shane Hazel. Thank you guys for being here. Um, today, I've got, I think, one hell of a show for you. Uh, we are going to be talking about Elon Musk and what is going on in the world right now. There is, uh, I, I'll tell you, I, like, I'm excited. There, there's, I, I didn't know what he was going to come in and do to Twitter, and I was skeptical. I, I really was, and I'm still fairly skeptical. However, there are things that are happening right now that are absolutely paradigm-changing for the better. Um, there is a fight. There is a fight that is coming, and this is it's time. It is time for this fight to happen. Uh, luckily, we have the biggest viral platform now, I guess at least not under the control of what used to be uh, the the Twitter uh, elites, the the technocracy, the technocrats that were silencing people, removing people, deplatforming people, de people or depersoning people. Um, but first, admin, right? All the admin stuff. If you love the show, you can go out and support it at Patreon.com/slash/RadicalPod. We are starting to pick up uh, sponsors in the background which will all go live hopefully here in the new year. Uh, this is the new thing. This is the new normal. This is what is going to be happening from here out. Uh, so radical three to four times a week, depending on uh, what our calendar looks like uh, and what we're doing with the Brave Mission in the background. And um, if you guys want to support all of this kind of stuff, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash radicalpod. Or if you don't want to sign up for the the monthly installments, which I do really appreciate all of you guys that have for as little as a dollar, uh, there is Shane Hazel Cash App, uh, just dollar sign Cash App. If you guys are familiar with it, you'll figure it out. You can send me uh, either fiat or Bitcoin there, and I appreciate it. That uh, that's going to help propel Radical to the next levels, where we are literally doing this all the time. As you may have noticed, there is also. Fiber now in the studio, and I am working out some of the kinks. I know in the last show uh, there was a little bit of audio distortion, uh, and or the two shows ago uh, with Brett Morrison. So I have fixed that. If you want to go back and listen um, to the actual video portion of it as well, it's all been fixed. And thank you guys who were there that pointed it out to me and said, "Hey, man, your audio is echoing like crazy." Uh, it was on Streamyard's end. We've got it all fixed. Uh, I, I I think uh, they've got it all fixed. But um, without further ado, let's get into uh, what's going on in the world. And it's oh, it's insane. So now that I have the power of fiber here, uh, we can do things like this. Show an actual screen and share it without everything freaking out and saying, no, nope, that's too much bandwidth. Um, Elon's doing some stuff over Twitter, ladies and gents. And when I say doing some stuff, I mean he has cleaned house. He is exposing um, what has been going on at Twitter specifically, and it sounds like he's starting to expose a lot of things that have been going on outside of Twitter. And when we start to see tweets pop up from Elon, um, the, the like I, I think there's a lot of people right now that are absolutely terrified in very, very high places of power. 
I mean, the, the one of his uh, tweets here, uh, November 28th, the amount of pro psyops on Twitter is ridiculous. At least with a new verified, they can they will pay $8 for that privilege. And he laughs about it a little bit. So he's literally telling you, and what I think we've known for a very long time is these technocrats out here who have been working with the the alphabet boys, the DOD, the NSA, the FBI, the rest of them, which, you know, the, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg came out and confirmed that he had worked with these people. I am curious as to who is going to, uh, start outing the government, who is going to change their tune. And that's going to be one of the first things that we see now is because when daylight, you know, being the best disinfectant there is starts to uh, expose a lot of these people who are trusted in power, who are trusted in bureaucracies uh, or who are installed in bureaucracies, that quote unquote public trust has been working against your everyday average person uh, for a very long time now. And they, the people that have, I, I don't push this agenda, which I'm going to tell you, I think this is a extremely progressive globalist agenda and it's it's finally being let out that is the united states government it is the uh united nations it is nato it is the eu it is the crown it is everybody china i mean golly have you guys seen what's going on in china right now people standing up there's a feud between elon or was a feud between elon and tim cook from apple about this very thing and we're going to talk about all of this in the show but i'm telling you like this is exciting the psychological operations that have been transparent uh, you know i should say transparent for those of us who are looking and we've seen the deplatforming the controlling of narratives uh and the depersoning over the past few years this is going to change everything. It's already changing everything. The quote-unquote elites, their media, they are freaking out about free speech of all fucking things to freak out about. They're, they're freaking out about free speech. And yeah, um, occasionally I do swear on this show. So if you've got young ears or you, that's not what you're into, uh, just be forewarned. Um, I don't try to be grotesque with it, but at the same time, like now you get excited. There's some times when I start dropping uh, some some big swear bombs. I love the fact that he's keeping. I think that's a I don't know maybe a a, a, a giant 44 mag next to his um, that or a 410. I don't know what that that is. He's got uh, he's got some meditation devices. He's got a pistol and George Washington and God Elon. Stop drinking like the the, the diet coke stuff, man. Um, and th- anyway. He he continues to tweet and tweet and tweet and expose what's going on. Um, he talked about, and I, I said it earlier, he said that Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate free speech in America? And he asked Tim Cook straight up, what's going on here, man? That The, the idea that they were threatening to pull both uh, Google and Apple, they were going to pull the Twitter app from their from their app stores what i i hope sincerely that as tim cook has been in talks with elon since this and he has and i don't think a lot of people are reporting on this is he has been in talks with him apparently i don't know that elon went to apple but you know how elon is he gets in his jet and he goes where he needs to go and talks to who he needs to talk to um probably to help make sure that he's securing twitter right his new 44 billion dollar investment 
um, which I think this is not just an investment. And I think, uh, I hate to say it, but Jack Pasebic, uh has said this very accurately in terms of what Twitter actually is. Twitter's a fucking crime scene. And when I say a crime scene, we are talking about the communications of extremely powerful people uh, with the technocrats doing what the the state, the apparatus, the banks want them to do. And it's all melting down in spectacular fashion together right now. It's it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence that as this is happening and the banks are shutting or you know uh, hemorrhaging and and going through turmoil and everything else, you know, thinking about launching CBDCs, that all of this coming out at this time, that they're all freaking out. They're all making giant mistakes. This is the time to record everything, absolutely everything that you possibly can. And the fact that we have this, this ledger where news can finally be reported, where free speech is back. And then you look at really what's been happening uh, on Twitter in terms of uh, the, the uh, what's been trending, right? Like, look, look, just look at what's been trending lately. The Epstein client list is on there on a daily basis. And uh, Eliza, uh, Liza, I think is how you say her name. She has been pushing... Uh, extremely hard to get all the pedos, all the child pornography, all that kind of crap removed from Twitter and having those resources uh, that is, you know, obviously at Elon's fingertips uh, to to have all that kind of stuff removed from Twitter, which is absolutely the right thing to do. You, you want to talk about protecting the uh, the most fragile among society. It's the kids. It's the children. It is it is, you know, the idea that there is a human sex trafficking trade in kids that is running around the world that some people are afraid of in terms of free speech coming out tells you everything you need to know. The fact that Ghislaine Maxwell is sitting in a cage with a client list with nobody that's been prosecuted. And now that that is trending out there, the fact that COVID videos that got suspended, you would see them uh, pop up on uh, places like Rumble or Odyssey or places like that that are other types of uh, video hosting like YouTube, only uh, they believe more in free speech than Rumble and, or I should say, than YouTube does. The fact that these are coming out and these are now going mainstream on Twitter, people are being reinstated from uh, Donald Trump uh, and, and a whole bunch of other people that were quote-unquote uh, deplatformed and depersoned the doctors, the medical personnel, the any anybody that put anything up like that. The fact that this is the only place where this correction is taking place, it exposes places like Facebook, it exposes YouTube, it, it exposes uh, Google and their search criteria, their engines and everything else. This is happening so fast, and to try to you know show everybody like exactly like what is happening the 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 absolute tidal waves every day that are starting from this man taking action from one man standing up that has the you know capacity to do so i think we're going to have uh, a lot more of these people and the especially in the tech industry defect i think Tim Cook, if he's been talking with Tim Cook in the in the past, uh, and you know, I think um, maybe I can scroll up to here. Uh, he's talking about you know 
people being censored on COVID and everything else, but uh, he, he has 1984 pushing through there. Uh, he's got a pull-up. Apple should uh, publish all censorship actions it has taken uh, that has taken the effect of its customers. 84% of over 2 million votes said, yeah, expose all of it. Apple has also threatened to withhold Twitter from its app store. Like This is all uh, Elon's tweets. Um, and then he exposes the fact that Apple, uh, he says, did you know that Apple puts a secret 30% tax on everything you buy through their app store? This is, this is huge. Like this is an outing of, you know, these people a lot like, you know, Ricky Gervais did during, uh, I don't know what was it, the golden gloves or whatever the hell, one of the, the best takedowns in, um, all of Hollywood history. Uh, it was epic. Uh, Lex Freeman, he said, Apple should support free speech. And, you know, he retweeted it. He's talking about, uh, you know, he's he's retweeting uh, some people out there talking about Apple should be more transparent about their processes. And they're uh, probably not as a, as a monopoly. Uh, then Elon tweets, the Twitter files on free speech suppression soon to be published on Twitter itself. The public deserves no, to know what really happened. This is huge. The election fixing, the the interference, the idea that it was Russia uh, and not uh, the 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 alphabet boys and the you know the government itself. Unbelievable amounts of not only accusations but proof, as Jack said. So one of the the next thing I wanted to bring to your attention is Jack Dorsey himself. Man, when he left, he's he left Twitter about a year ago now, and ever since then, he's been working on Bitcoin and Lightning uh, to, I think, to kind of do a little recompense for what happened at Twitter uh, and you know his disagreement with it, what he allowed to transpire in a space where, let's face it, you know, if if Jack was new um, and he was he was doing some things and i i definitely understand the fact that oh man we got we got blackout going come on um come on internet not now not now that we're we're rolling if they're doing something outside i, I swear we're going to be working out bugs here a little bit i'm going to continue um i've got the the audio going anyway and when this thing bounces back in you'll have this as well so um the the he he says this is the battle this is going to be an audio show only unbelievable my internet just crashed (laughs) still working out the kinks this all right ladies and gents a brief side note when things don't go your way and things start to blow up in your face this is an excellent opportunity for me to talk about seeing them as learning experiences right um, I've obviously been dealing with internet uh, issues for a long, long time out here. So this is going to be an audio-only episode, I guess, and I apologize, uh, really do. But um, when when this kind of stuff, uh, you know, comes out, you know, I should say, when when this kind of stuff happens to you, don't freak out. Uh, it's one of those things where it's a it's a moment where you can learn. It's a moment where you can you know make some adjustments and all those kind of things. It sounds like to me that my bandwidth is not quite ready or stable enough um, for 
for some of this kind of stuff. And I'm going to have to do some reworking, maybe do a hard wire in instead of just depending on lightning fast Wi-Fi. So at the same time, it's available and maybe I need to make some, some critiques in the background. But learning experience. So we'll continue. The... The, the, the continued tweets by Elon at this point uh, in the community notes, let's see, oh, let's see, community notes, FTW. Uh, yeah, uh, FTW, for those of you guys who don't know, fuck the world, coming from Elon Musk. If, if community notes can correct me, then obviously they can correct anyone. This is a good example. They were right to add the label. So I guess, you know, he's he's also taking some understanding of like what's going on. Um, the, the, the continued just triage by these people is unbelievable. But to get back to, to Jack Dorsey, Jack Dorsey, obviously the creator. Some reflections Twitter, on what we saw during the. Uh, and launched that a little bit earlier. But the. Um, the effect that this is having and the fact that Elon Musk and Jack Dorsey are now communicating and not only talking and working through Twitter, but also working through Bitcoin and having Jack mentor Elon on what he did wrong in the background um, in his first run at Twitter, now that Elon has a hold of it and has money and has everything that he needs to uh, continue to do this, this is one of those places where uh, the I think the rest of the technocrats are going to have to get in line with or they're going to get pushed out of those companies extremely fast. So listen to this. Some reflections on what we saw during the U.S. presidential election. We focused on addressing attempts to undermine civic integrity, providing informative context, and product changes to encourage greater conversation. We updated our civic integrity policy to address misleading or disputed information that undermines confidence in the election, causes voter intimidation or suppression or confusion about how to vote, or misrepresents affiliation or election outcomes. More than a year ago, the public asked us to offer additional context to help make potentially misleading information more apparent. We did exactly that, applying labels to over 300,000 tweets from October 27th to November 11th which represented about 2.2% of all U.S. election-related tweets. We also changed how our product works in order to help increase context and encourage more thoughtful consideration before tweets are shared broadly. Ladies and That's where uh, Jack comes in and says, you know, he purchased a crime scene. The fact that now you have Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, and you have Jack Dorsey, the, the you know, the lead brain behind Twitter uh, talking about these things in the open, talking about the U.S. government coming out and, and absolutely telling them or, I don't know, pressuring them one way or another with their, their alphabet boys, their guns, and their badges. Private companies, you know, they were at one point. Uh, this, is, this is a giant, giant issue uh, and that they don't have answers for because I don't think that they ever thought that these people would come out and do this. The problem is, is the government's dealing with some extremely, extremely smart people who, what are they doing? I mean, and, and if you look at what these organizations are, especially the social media sites, what are they doing? They're just documenting history. If, if they are a 
platform that is a history documentation platform, which is all social media is to a degree. It's not that it's, you know, a, it's not that it was supposed to be dictated. It was just supposed to document what your thoughts were, what your ideas were, whatever you wanted to put into that space. That's what it was. And then obviously corruption happened. It happened because the government got involved. The, you know, the, the private company itself, you know, are, are they corrupt? Are they, yeah. Are there, are they somewhat liable? Absolutely. Um, but the long game in terms of being smart with this, if you look at, you know, history now, and it's, it's pretty easy to see when, you know, Donald Trump was being swept into power, which, uh, I don't think anybody runs the United States who isn't installed. And I think that is still the case for Donald Trump in, in 2016. But I will tell you, you know, the fact that that guy was so controversial during those times and the build up to it, whether it was the whole Russiagate thing or whatever it was, uh, you know, the Stormy Daniels, the, 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 the entire apparatus through at this guy, you start to see very quickly that something changed from, I don't know, what was it like 2020 or 2010, 2011, 2013, I don't know, somewhere in that time span where these people started to getting their, I, I think, kind of like marching orders, their, their, their dictates from the federal government. And when that happened, you know, over six years, noticeably, where people were getting deplatformed, hate speech is becoming, you know, a, a more rampant thing and anybody can be, you know, triggered and offended and all that other bullshit it, as an excuse to go after the, the the thoughts and ideas and news that was coming out all sorts of evidence in terms of uh covid when it got just absolutely pushed into warp speed also president trump uh this this was all i think an undoing and the fact that elon beat them using their own their own rules their own laws uh, that outsmarted them with fiduciary duty in terms of offering more money to you know Twitter and buying it for more money uh, than it was worth was the you know that was it that was you couldn't deny what had happened they didn't want them to buy it and then they were trying to force them to buy it and then it, they made it happen and you're just like oh my god this is absolutely amazing so as Jack's coming out as you know, uh, now that Mark Zuckerberg's coming out, the idea that the feds tried to co-opt and did successfully co-opt both Twitter and Facebook as to these technocracy platforms that absolutely stifled free speech for the government, for the banks, for the pharmaceutical companies, for the military industrial complex, for all of these people. You can guarantee in the background they were keeping records of absolutely everything. Everything. And the long game from, I don't know, 2016, probably before, I don't know, from 2016 to now, that's all going sideways and being exposed because these platforms are historical recording 
platforms. Holy shit. We have six plus years already that we know of. Six plus years of the government interfering with elections, the government interfering with the banking system, the government covering for pedophiles, all the other scandals in the meantime that have happened where nothing has happened to the elites. Everybody that ever goes before Congress, the COVID tyranny that happened in 2020, this is going to explode. This is this is exploding in front of our eyes right now, and we have no idea if you know. Take it from a Marine combat vet: when a bomb goes off in your general vicinity, whether it's a grenade or an IED, you have no idea of the ramifications of what just happened. This is the initial explosion. We are barely seeing anything right now in terms of the initial explosion. We have no idea who's going to get hit or who's getting hit with shrapnel, who is going to be absolutely taken out, what's going to be destroyed by this. This is a nuclear bomb in terms of intelligence. An absolute nuke. And I'm going to tell you, it is going to expose I think damn near everyone that was involved. And it is, I, I think this is, this might be, you know, this, this nuclear intelligence bomb that's about to go off. This is going to be so epic. And these people are going to be so desperate that there's going to have to be action taken very swiftly at some point to stop the triggering mechanisms of things like war, civil war, uh, clamping down on people in the U.S. Like this is all going to be exposed. Um, there's 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 a lot more, um, and, and I mean, I don't even know what am I looking at? About thirty minutes so far. I knew this was going to kind of go this way, and you know, I wanted to take a look, but the the amount of the, the amount of tweets that he's put out, you know, the one on November, another one on November 23rd, the more I learn, the worse it gets. The world should know the truth of what has been happening at Twitter. Transparency will earn the trust of the people. You know, and I say, be careful, right? Like, as he's doing this, it's not that Elon is free and clear of anything. It's not. Like, still be very skeptical. Read everything. Research everything. Make sure you're doing your diligence. Like this is this is what we're talking about. But the fact that he is exposing all of these people, like uh, the the Balencia groomers right now, are trending. Sam Bankman Fried is trending right now. Jack Dorsey is trending right now. This is a showstopper, and you can see who the most wicked people are by their reactions to what is going on or their non-reactions, right? Double-edged sword. So here is Elizabeth Warren walking down the halls of the Senate um, being confronted by a reporter asking about Twitter. Ready to go. 
that um, Democrats are picking on Elon Musk. Elon Musk is doing just fine. But do you think that users have a right to freedom of speech, even if what they're saying is wrong or offensive? I think that one human being should not decide how millions of people communicate with each other. One human being should not be able to go into a dark room by himself and decide, oh, that person gets heard from, that person doesn't. That's not how it should work. That, uh... No, 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 no. Elizabeth Warren. Oh, man. Wow. The fact that you've got a very powerful senator who goes into dark rooms, and I mean dark, not like that there's no light, you know, obviously she's going into places that media does, does not have access to. She is talking to extremely powerful people, not only in the government, not only in the bureaucracies, not only in uh, the, the, the corporations, but also with the banks, right? She's, I think she sits on the finance committee. I'm actually positive she sits on it. The fact that they go in and they talk about things like the the money, the basic communication protocol between strangers on planet Earth that they control in terms of the Federal Reserve and all. The fact that she is in bed with those people and pushing narratives on Capitol Hill in terms of Bitcoin versus crypto and that they talk about preserving uh, the the U.S. dollar in CBDCs. She's talking out of her fucking ass again every time this woman opens her mouth. The fact that she thinks that Elon Musk opening Twitter up to free speech is a problem, while at the same time she's going into a back room, a dark room, a place where there's no press, no cameras, no nothing, as a senator of the United States. And having conversations about what should be going on with our basic communications protocol in terms of money is unreal. Unreal to me. She is absolutely the, one of the most hypocritical bitches I've ever heard in my life. What a pompous, arrogant, snide, dismissive, old hag. She is. I mean, absolutely one of the worst people. And that's the thing is she's had power. She's had power for a long time. She is a known like pathological liar, pathological. And she continues to be reinstated over and over and over again as a senator who is pushing forth legislation at the end of the day that gets enacted by guys with badges and guns. You think it's for you think it's for your safety? Fuck no, it's not. This is for the control of the human population. The globalist like Elizabeth Warren can't stand Elon Musk. And I guarantee you right now, um, I don't know how old Elizabeth is. I don't know if she's wearing depends right now, but I guarantee you, she and the rest of these people are absolutely shitting their pants. Now Here's one that I came across, um, I guess it was uh, really, really early this morning. Um, there's a lot of stuff happening in China right now. Like The country is in absolute unrest. The people are done with COVID. And what they've been doing, instead of texting them with each other, is airdropping communications with each other on where and what to do. Because the, uh, the airdrop, I guess, is one of the... 
uh, you know, obviously a, a different way to send information in close proximity uh, to people to help coordinate. So if they've shut down messaging, if they've shut down social media, if they've done all these things and they're using things like iPhones, which are made in China by Tim Cook, by Apple, then what you've got is a is a giant problem for the Chinese CCP. The the, the CCP right now is is gonna I don't know is is reacting like there are tanks out there are armed you know you know armed police officers there are the, some of the police officers are apparently pushing back in terms of the what they call the white suits you know the, the white suits that are going around rounding people up that are protesting that will not get in line that are being you know, disappearing people left and right. Like these, these people are now, um, you know, in defense of their lives because they have wronged the people uh, for the CCP for so long and the people are done. At some point you realize that the billions of people in China versus the number of employees they have in the government is, I mean, it's the same as it is anywhere. It's a, it's, it's a fraction. People have power. When they can organize, when they're pissed, when they're mad, they've got power. And right now, this is going on. Now, John Kirby does an interview um, with, I don't know what her name is on Fox. She's been there for a while. Um, I don't watch Fox. So, uh, John Francis, reminds me of Deadpool. Oh, Francis! John Francis Kirby uh, is a is a retired rear admiral out of the United States Navy, um, and I remember this guy from I think probably back in my day as being somebody uh, fairly important uh, in in the Navy. Uh, but he is now serving as the coordinator for the strategic communications at the National Security Council in the White House. Uh, he's been in this position since late May. He's also been uh, the United States uh, National Security Council coordinator. Um, he's part of the Democratic Party. He has uh, been in the past the assistant to the Secretary of Defense for Public Affairs. Um, and, you know, that's, this guy has been around for a while. And, and I will tell you right now that you don't get to these positions without being a yes man for the state, for the DOD, for the apparatuses that are out there, the spying apparatuses and the alphabet boys. You don't get to be... Uh, in this position without being a yes man uh, for for a lot of years, right? Like, uh, So when he comes on and um, he starts getting grilled by uh, this, this anchor, uh, things kind of go sideways for him. And it's very telling. And she seems to let up on him just a little bit. So here we go. Joining me now on that and some other topics today is the NSC coordinator for strategic communications, John Kirby. John, welcome. Always good to have you with us. Thank you very much for being here. My pleasure. You, you know, this is an interesting uh, situation that has developed with, with Apple. And, and I want to start there and get your take on what Apple is doing because they have restricted, uh, which is what the Chinese government wants, some use of airdrop ability from iPhone to iPhone because they're cutting the service down. And this is the way the protesters are communicating with each other. What does the White House, what do you say to Apple about helping the Chinese government to keep their people under control? 
Look, in general, and we've uh, been clear about this all around the world, we uh, uh, we want the individual citizens, uh, no matter what government they live under, to be able to communicate freely and openly, transparently and reliably. Uh, and we've uh, we've made that clear with respect to Iran, and we certainly continue to make that clear here. All right. John Kirby's full of shit. I mean, right out of the gate. The citizens of the world, we want them to be able to communicate freely. Nonsense. The Alphabet Boys and especially the White House, have been speaking to Twitter and to Facebook and to Google and the rest of these organizations that are social media sites saying, don't allow things like the Hunter Biden laptop. We know this for a fact. Biden, the president of the United States and his derelict fucking son, who is all about coke and hookers and crack and and really, really dumbass bad videos of himself doing all of these things, not to mention being tangled up with Burisma and the uh, the CCP in the past. Right. Like these are the organizations you you had uh, the Daywalker, the red haired lady. I forgot her name, but now you've got uh, Pierre who goes out there can't lie to save her life uh, and you know they talk about you know we have you know these amount of tools and this is what we're doing and obviously we're keeping an eye on things uh, and we're doing what we can you know with you know in contact with these type of organizations they have obviously the White House specifically has been pushing these social media companies to deplatform people and to control the narrative and help them push things like COVID, like the vaccine, like mask, like all uh, just every everything that we've seen just over the past couple of years. The the I, when we had BLM protesting in the streets, they controlled that narrative. The White House has been c- controlling narratives, and this guy Francis will sit there and lie to everybody's face that they want the citizens of every country in the world to be able to communicate freely with each other. Bullshit. Absolute horseshit right out of his mouth, right from the get-go, right from the start. And then he continues to dance around it, and luckily for us, he gets pushed on it a little bit. Here we go. With respect but to China, now, look, to Apple, Apple? <laughs> Apple, Apple's a private company, Martha. They have to make uh, decisions and uh, they have to speak for those decisions. But but here at the White House, here in the administration, we want to see that that individual citizens, whether they're protesting or not. Uh, but in this case, I know that's the context we're talking about, are, are able to communicate freely and openly. But why not say something to Apple? Because we were just told the other day that the White House is keeping an eye on Elon Musk and Twitter. So why yeah. would you say that from the podium? You didn't say it, but Karine Jean-Pierre said it. And not call Apple out for helping the Chinese government to suppress their own people's ability to communicate. All right. Um, let me answer this question for Francis, right? Like Now you're saying that Apple is a private company. But in the past, what have you been doing? You've been trying to work with Apple. You've been working with Google, social media in general. You've been working with all these big technocrats in the past why are you now just saying this is a private company and we have to respect their boundaries and as as the government which you know like that's in a let's just say the government was good and francis wasn't a lying piece of shit that would be an acceptable answer that would be the answer if that was the default answer for everything that would be the right answer is like look hey 
those guys are private companies and we don't we don't mess with them we don't waste our time with them we don't uh, we don't tell them what we want. We don't tell them what they can and cannot do. We don't pressure them with force and coercion to do anything at all, period. That would be the correct answer. However, that's a fucking lie. And everybody knows it's a fucking lie. Like, everybody. And the fact that it's a private company. Yeah. The reason that they aren't pushing Apple or publicly telling what they are doing with Apple in the background. When the CCP says, hey, Tim Cook, you've got to shut this shit down, man. You've got to shut down the airdrop. You've got to shut down communication. Whatever it is with these phones that are your building and that, you've, that we've allowed you to, you know, I guess, make money off of in our country, you got to do some stuff for us. Now, I think probably behind the scenes, you know, whether it's, you know, the Biden administration, I don't think it's Biden, I don't, obviously. Um, but I think the, the people in power in this administration, in these bureaucracies, I think they are pushing full force with Tim Cook and Apple and the rest of these guys to do exactly what the CCP wants. I think a lot of these guys are puppets of the CCP. I think a lot of these people are absolutely they think they want communism. They think and they they thought for a long, long time that this was their moment, that they were going to get away with it. And now that they're being exposed, they have to tell lies on top of lies on top of lies on top of lies and depend on a on the media and the social media and the technocrats to cover their ass. And that's why people were getting deplatformed. It's because you can't have free speech when you have dictators that have told lie on top of lie on top of lie because all that kind of stuff comes to light because the billions of people on earth now that have access to phones and uh, not only phones but microphones and cameras and editing software and a social media history machine can sit there and pull anything they want and search anything that they want pretty fast and put together the damning case against these people course they're not going to be like oh yeah you know in the background for so many years we've actually been encouraging this kind of thing because they've they set up a structure over in china of communism that we think is working pretty well it's because they don't understand economics they never considered economics for the future and cbdc's they're not ready it's, and, and now that the cat is out of the bag with CB, uh, central bank digital currencies, central bank digital dollars, now that the, this is escaping and proliferating the, the knowledge of the average human being that CBDCs are a social credit score that isn't working in places like China because the yuan is crashing and people can't access their bank accounts or their social credit score is such shit because they are such a, you know, a, a thorn in the side of the communist regime that they can't travel, that they can't get loans, that they can't buy groceries, that they can't do anything. They didn't consider the fact that they didn't understand really what was going to happen in the long run with economics. And we are seeing it in fruition in China and guys like Francis Kirby here have no ground to stand on and are going to be lying through their teeth. And now that there is a free media that is happening on Twitter, that is not these organizations like, you know, for one, I'll give credit where credit's due. Uh, Fox did pretty good on this interview, but 
the fact that you, you had CNN control, MSNBC, you know, all the other, you know, organizations around the world, there's like, I don't know, six to nine different people that own all these organizations. You don't think they're bought and paid for by the same incentivized bullshit fiat system? Absolutely. Now, Twitter is open for free speech, free reporting, and all this greatness. Like this, this, like I said, intelligence nuclear bomb that is going off as we speak in slow motion. It is glorious. And Kirby's going to hang himself. Listen. Again, I think we've been very clear and consistent on this, uh, certainly publicly. We've been very open about uh, our desires to be able to see citizens communicate. Uh, and, and, you know, Apple, uh, if this is a decision that they're making, then uh, they should have to speak to that. But uh, we, you know, we're not, we can't and we aren't in the business of, of telling private companies how to, to execute uh, their, their initiatives. Yeah, but Twitter's uh, a but private we, company, too. So why is Twitter getting one treatment and Apple's getting another is my question. Well, these are completely two different circumstances. You're t- oh, no, they're not. No, 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 no. You establish the baseline that Twitter or that Apple is a private company and that Twitter is also a very private company now, right? Like super private compared to Apple. Now, Jack Kirby is going to do some dancing and it gets really good. Talking about the potential. Well, you're talking about the uh, the potential for perhaps uh, foreign investment and involvement uh, in the management of Twitter. That's a different issue than what we're talking about here, which is a business decision by Apple. With a foreign investment into a technology platform like Apple versus Twitter. Let's talk about this for just a second. Apple controls all the apps. It controls a a device that I think probably most of the world uses, and I don't know what the numbers are on Apple phones versus Google phones versus Android devices. I have no idea. I can tell you right now, I think Apple's got a lot of the market share, a lot. And the idea that every app, the communications that go on with Apple, the fact that Tim Cook and Apple engineers and software engineers are doing things in the background in live time because the CCP is telling them to do so. The fact that they are produced in China, for God's sakes. And then to try to like downplay that is like, well, you know, we're, we're actually kind of worried about the, the misinformation that's going to go viral on Twitter versus the investment in, a, in the no-kidding device the very the base layer of where everybody communicates in terms of a a, a mechanical uh, user interface this is the height of lies and stupidity and you know absolute tap dancing to cover your lies that you've already told to try to differentiate the the idea that you know Apple's a private company versus Twitter's a private company here, and that the foreign influence on Twitter is greater than that uh, that is on Apple. What? We're we're worried about a guy that's opening up free speech on Apple versus a company that's crushing free speech at Apple. It's opening up free speech on Twitter, killing free speech on Apple. This is. This is the U.S. government. This is the White House. This is the NSA. This is the 
FBI. This is the DHS. This is all of these apparatuses that have been weaponized now against you. For the banks, for the government, and for the fucking zombie corporations that they've infected. Respect to how one of their uh, applications is being well, utilized. Certainly, they're getting influenced by the by a foreign government, uh, and that government is China. And Apple's no, policies—they've uh, changed policies specifically for China when it comes to what they put on their phones. Right. I mean, and that I seems think, like something Apple, that the White House ought to be able to keep an eye on. I thir- no, it's it, honestly y- y- all right. In, in a perfect world, should the White House be keeping an eye on what Apple is doing in China? All right, here we go. So when we look at what the quote-unquote constitutional republic that was set up in the in the very beginning, right? Like, I, I don't want to rehash history in this whole episode, but for God's sakes, that was like one of the, the one things that they were supposed to do is they were supposed to be the, um, the interface of America to other government organizations outside of America, not private corporations, none of that kind of crap. Like they were supposed to be that interface between governments. Now, when we look at this in that perspective, should they be keeping an eye on Apple in terms of what they're doing with the CCP? I, this is one of those questions that, you know, I say, look, you know, the government shouldn't be doing anything with private markets, period. The fact that we're not a constitutional republic anymore, we're not even a democracy, we're this weird fascist type of oligarchy uh, ruled by you know a, a fraction of people that are represented by like 20% of the actual population, maybe kind of, probably way less. Different situation, completely different situation. No, they should never be keeping an eye on a private company. And I will go as far as to say that private company, man, I'll tell you right now, when you start to get in bed with foreign intelligence, you started getting in bed with foreign uh, industry, you started getting in bed with a different country altogether. Ooh, man, you know, now if you're going out and you're working against the very platform that has, you know, helped you give birth to your product, your industry, technology and all that other kind of stuff, this is where things get really, really dicey. Is the answer ever more government? No, it's not. It is freedom. 100% of the time, it is freedom. And it is things like this, free speech, exposing everything that's been going on in the background that has to happen for a society that's built on freedom and liberty to ever exist. The correction that is happening right now his before our eyes and it is glorious i certainly think that's a fair question to ask apple and and and, and try to un- and make them uh, communicate why they did this but i'm asking uh, has we, the white house done that uh, have you reached out to them as a matter of national security since we obviously have national yeah. security concerns with china who they seem to be aiding sure in do. this process sure i don't have any communications to speak to specifically with apple executives again it's a private company uh, they make these policies and they should have to answer for that what we want to see is that citizens are are reliably able to communicate whether it's a time of crisis or not yeah but you, I, I, I go back to the same thing because we were just told that the White House will keep an eye on Twitter. 
because they're concerned about the new Twitter 2.0 that Elon Musk is in, putting in where he wants more free speech on Twitter. So they're going to keep an eye on Twitter, and yet you're taking a hands-off approach. You say there's been no communication with Tim Cook at Apple said, about this process in China with the Chinese government? Martha, I'm not aware that there's been any conversations. Oh, man, I'm not aware. I cannot recall. This is what happens every time one of these assholes gets in a hot seat, whether it's you know in front of Rand Paul or somebody else that actually asks tough questions in Congress or the Senate, or uh, is put in a difficult position where their ass is hanging out on national television. And right now, this is him saying, "Well, yeah, I don't remember." It's hard to it's you know when somebody says, "I don't remember," that is legal speak for. I'm not going to incriminate myself here. I am not going to say something in the, you know, as the acting uh, chairman of, you know, national security communications here on live TV that's going to incriminate me later on when I'm hauled before, you know, the kangaroo Congress. I hope to God that at some point these people actually get held to account uh, in, in very different ways. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, specifically with Apple on this particular issue. It's a private company. And as for Twitter, again, Martha, these are apples and oranges. We're talking about potential foreign investment issues, and I have nothing to report in terms of any investigations in that regard. But that was- So, all right. He is, he is, he's projecting. And he's talking about this, and he's saying foreign investment. And so what he's saying is, is I am, I am, I, had, I don't actually have any real accusations. I don't actually have any real proof that Twitter is being manipulated by external organizations. However, what he's leaving out is, yeah, on the other side is Apple is absolutely being manipulated by the CCP. We're engaged with Twitter from the White House, and we are using every tool that we can to keep an eye on what's going on at Twitter for free speech, but we're not doing that with Apple. We're going to make these accusations against Twitter that are unfounded, absolutely unfounded, as a potential threat to national security communications versus what's actually happening at Apple for national security communications. Unreal. Was the general concern with respect to, to Mr. Musk's uh, purchase of Twitter? Uh, this is a different issue. This is a policy issue inside of Apple. Uh, they, they both involve foreign governments, I would argue. Um, so, you know, we'll, we can circle back around on that. I want to ask you one more question here, and we're going to get to this a little bit later as well. Elon Musk has just come out and said, uh, and, and by the way, I just want to point out that Elon Musk helped protesters in Iran and in Ukraine by getting Starlink up and working. So he did the absolute opposite of what Tim Cook at Apple is doing right now. But but I want to get your uh, attention to this. He says, uh, the obvious reality, as longtime users know, is that Twitter has failed in trust and safety for a very long time and has interfered in elections. Twitter 2.0 will be far more effective, transparent, and even-handed. He's been talking about opening up the communications that existed between entities, perhaps even the U.S. government, perhaps even the White House, and Twitter about suppressing the Hunter Biden story. Are you concerned at all? Are you aware of any communications between uh, the government and Twitter to say, 
put a put a handle on this story and it was suppressed. We know that Facebook said that there was interaction between some government yeah. officials and them about being very cautious about this Hunter Biden story right before the election. Uh, I'm certainly not aware of any conversations or dialogue in, in that respect, Martha. So he's saying this about himself. He is not saying this as the White House National Security Communications Advisor. Like, he's not. He's saying this specifically, I think, about himself, or he's just flat out lying. Obviously, Twitter, Facebook, and the White House were all working together. You know, I I should say the White House then, obviously, under Donald Trump. The, 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 The Biden, you know, handlers. Yeah, they were all working on this. The FBI that investigated Donald Trump, DHS, the rest of the alphabet boys, they were all working on this for the Hunter Biden laptop to have it absolutely crushed. If Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook will come out and say it, and then Jack Dorsey is saying the same thing as like, yeah, I mean, we, they were, they were communicating with us. This guy is lying through his fucking teeth again. No. So, you know, what do you say about the fact that he says that there was interference in the election? Because I know that the president has been very passionate about threats to democracy and right. freedom in our elections. So if, if he's saying there's a concern that Twitter has interfered in elections, I would assume that would be a concern of, of yours and the White House's as well. Well, certainly we want to make sure that our elections are free and fair and open and transparent. And any threat to that, obviously, is a concern of ours. I'm not aware of exactly what Mr. Musk is speaking about here. I look forward to getting more information about that so we can better understand uh, what he's alleging here. Uh, But obviously, we want our elections to be free and fair and open. And we know that social media in general uh, was capitalized on from the Russians in particular in 2016. And they tried. The Russians. He's still saying the Russians. Free and fair and open. Bullshit. They ain't free and fair and open. They don't want it free and fair and open. They want it rigged. They want it fixed. They want it under their thumb so that they have the people in place that they need to lean on to take the votes that they need to take so that they are still in power. The Russians. No. This, imp- this imploding empire of the U.S. that has absolutely put its thumb on the scales of everything and everybody that has absolutely ran counterculture to what they want. That's the story. And this guy is just, I, mean, I, I don't know, maybe I'll let him finish up here. There's only about 30 seconds left. I'm going to let him finish this up and um, then we'll, we'll kind of wrap this whole thing up. Tried it uh, in 2018, and they attempted to do it again in, uh, in in 2020, and they claimed that they were working uh, to try to interfere with our election th- that we just had, the midterm. So, so we're always watchful for foreign interference, and certainly social media is a venue through which bad actors right. can try to do that. But I'm just not familiar enough with what Mr. Okay. Musk is talking about here. All right, n- no doubt. But you're you're not suggesting that the Hunter Biden story was Russian disinformation, to be clear. Uh, I, I, I am, I'm not suggesting anything uh, with respect to that specific investigation. Okay, we'll see where it all goes. I, I know you're short on time, and I have to let you go. Um, I hope you'll... So that's the end. Uh, she, I, I think, you know, at the end, she kind of, you know, gets a little softer. She's got what she wants out of him. This is probably one of the biggest news stories uh, to pop yet, but I'm telling you, uh, with everything that's going on, uh, you know, again... As, as I'm looking at the Twitter uh, feed right now in terms of what's trending, I am seeing more and more and more things that are trending like the Fed, 
the fact that there's a meltdown going on, the fact that the EU bank yesterday is melting down, talking about Bitcoin going under. BlackRock is trending right now. The CDC is trending right now. Fox News, as I imagine, is that interview in particular. Um, the amount that is coming out, the Epstein client list trending again. This is huge. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that story that you just heard, that's what's trending on Twitter right now is this guy in front of everybody absolutely making an ass of himself. And, you know, it doesn't take, you know, it doesn't take a guy like me that looks at this kind of stuff very fairly critically to sit here and know that he is absolutely a bought and paid for mouthpiece that is lying to do anything he can to stop the damage. And the problem is he's caught. They're all caught right now in the biggest i mean this is huge this like the the one of the biggest crime scenes in human history unbelievable i think that's where i'm gonna wrap it up i think this is i mean you guys like the the news from here out this is this is gonna be absolutely crazy to watch unfold like I said, you're watching a, a nuclear bomb of intelligence go off in slow motion. You have no idea the shrapnel, the overpressure, who it's going to hit, who it's going to take out, and what it's going to leave standing. The landscape, not only of America, but the entire world is going to change extremely quickly now. Extremely quickly. We'll be back, I think, tomorrow um, or maybe even later today, I've got, I've got another show lined up for you guys about the European Central Bank um, in regards to Bitcoin, cryptos, CBDCs, and everything like that because you guys got to be aware of it. You got to be the evangelicals that go out there and spread these type of things. Uh, this is absolutely one of the greatest times to ever be alive. Thank your lucky stars. Be grateful. Have gratitude. Love the people you're with because life is going to change. And I think it's going to get very tough for a lot of us in the very near future. Very, very tough. But I think this is the crowd uh, that weathers it, that has been in the right place all along, that has been wondering at the end of the day, like, man, when are we going to catch a break? Well, right now, as this world is changing, this is the best time for you to look at changing as well. If your ducks aren't in a row, if you are overextended, if you are you know, outside of your comfort zone, right now is a time when you can do something huge. This is the time when you can start to take those first steps in changing your entire life if you don't like it or improving what you've already done. Keep an eye on everything. Stay local. Make sure you're with your friends and your family and that you're loving on people. And I think the rest of it is going to take care of itself. I think people are about to start mobilizing around the world. If they're mobilizing in China, if they're mobilizing in parts of Europe, if they're mobilizing anywhere, as this comes out and we've been patient and we've been extremely well-armed that entire time the tyranny was being put down, um, I got news for you. The reverberations of that power to be quiet, to be in, in these moments of tyranny, patient, and now to see the payoff. Man, 
things are going to get really, really interesting. Until tomorrow, ladies and gents, I love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take this back.